This is Michael Coe from the Punk Rock and Politics Podcast, and you're listening to some of the best podcasts available on the internet, only on the No Phony Podcast Network. Garage. This is a weekly podcast where we review shows and limited series that show up on streaming services. How are you doing today, Bill? I'm fine, Tom. Still keeping warm. Winter hasn't ended. Yeah, it's like every year there's a point in the year, those of us who live in the northern hemisphere of uh, northern America, we run into this time where are we going to have a normal winter. And normal means that there's cold and snow <laughs> at some point, right? <laughs> and this time it was put to bed pretty quickly, I thought, because uh, it was, well, no, January really wasn't that bad. Anyways, wasn't it was put to bad. bed. Yeah. We've had a lot of snow, a lot of cold, and it feels like Chicago. Yeah, and it's never going to end. No, at this point, we don't see an end in sight. And No. Nope. Um, there was one year, I can't. I can't remember what year, but I won't go to weather too far too far into the weather rabbit hole. But where we had like like a couple feet of snow, and I think it was like at the end of March. So hopefully we're not looking at that kind of a winter. Oh gosh, please no, please yeah. no. So what's on the docket now, Tom? Well, Bill, we're going to talk about the 2021 movie, The Dig. And this well, is wow, the, we're uh, actually in the year. <laughs> <laughs> I know we still have some 2020s to, to do, but man, we made it to 21 again. <laughs> I know, and we're excited. This is a Netflix property. It is directed by Simon Stone. The writer is Maura Buffini and Justin Preston. It's starring Carrie Mulligan, Ralph Flanez, Lily James, and a host of others. Yes, yes. It definitely feels like a bit of a BBC type of, um, I mean, I think it's just because Peggy came from, um, oh, shoot, no, I went and did <laughs> No, you did it. I did, I did a Tom. <laughs> well, she was a Pride and Prejudice, so there you go. There, that, that's the one. <laughs> you made the turn without looking. I did the turn, and I closed my eyes as I was making the turn. And that reminded me of... No, you, get, you triggered story. Do. You triggered Tom's story time, and this will give you some time to gather yourself <laughs> to, to talk about well, the characters. But well, let's put it this way: she's done very well. She's been in some good movies. Baby Driver, she was great. Um, Pride and Prejudice, The Zombies, and um, I think Rare Beast was all about Eve. Um, I know there's another one. Uh, I can't remember. What's the one that oh Downton Abbey? How can I how can I oh, forget? I love Downton Abbey. There you go. And she obviously was killed off, and was she killed off? 
Anyway, I, I think she remember. was. Yeah, Lily James. Yes, that's who I'm talking about. She plays Peggy the God, and um, and then Carrie Mulligan's another one, and of course the uh, ever-present Ralph Fiennes, who <laughs> he's incredible. <laughs> yeah, he was wonderful. This this is a story about an archaeologist who embarks on the historically important excavation of Sutton Hoo in 1938. This was based on history, wasn't it, Bill? It was. We like history. I mean, you know, for the most part, it was based on mis- history. Mm-hmm. The mystery right? of history in some ways. Like it, it started off with this. This okay. So he worked for a library, or did he work like we're talking about Ralph Fiennes, right? His character. He right. wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't a part of like a hysterical society or or something really. No, no, he, he was not. Yeah. He, he was not part of a hysterical society <laughs> or historical. <laughs> Although some may argue, um, no, he, I think he was just a and. Um, because she believes that there is something hidden in the mounds of the, the land that she's in. And he's a, uh, an excavator. He doesn't even call himself an archaeologist. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's been called to do this and be hired by her. And, um, and so he, he takes the job to excavate. And uh, what I, I, I like, in, without going into the, the role as much, but immediately Ralph finds... I just like it when he's in the humble character role, yeah. um, n- not the sensational, because he's in so many sensational movies. But I, I really like him when he's in these these subtle, humble type of roles. I, I, I like his approach to acting when he's like this, and he's just fun to be a part of, and he just carries the storyline so well. He's so grounded. <laughs> <laughs> you were just waiting for that one, weren't you? <laughs> the story is so earthy and grounded. Oh my gosh, here we go, folks. Oh, I mean... <laughs> oh, as funny as that is, and of course it is to me, because I'm the one that told the joke. Um, <laughs> that was a joke, yeah. Yes. It was so, yeah, I mean, and it does take a certain level of like humility, maybe is the way that you do, you're not putting on as you're right. This is a, a this is nestled in the British countryside here, um, whereas you need to have that contrast when the archaeologist comes along along with all of their pride and pompous and statuary. Expertise. Yes. And, and he is there to. Reveal the ignorance of the common folk. And that is a narrative in here. I can't remember what actor did that, but they played it up well. And there's nothing like the British to play arrogance um, to the T. And I thought that was well done as well. And um, so what did we love about the story here? We had this idea that you could find hidden treasure in your backyard. And if you (laughs) grow up in the country... I do want to say that this is a narrative that is is just woven into country folk. Uh, I know it was. I grew up in northern Wisconsin. I know you're all happy for me, but it was a narrative. I mean, would you dig, you know, and find buried treasure, oil, um, gold? 
<laughs> but I think there's, you just have this dream of finding something important. I think the one thing here that, that doesn't necessarily meet that narrative squarely, you know, face to face is that the owner of said property, I got the sense that she was actually wealthy and just kind of living her life away in, in kind of um, relative peace and quiet. Uh, did you get that sense or am I just kind of making that up? Well, I, I think what was so neat about it was, um, <laughs> You're like, I'm, trying, I'm trying to gather the pieces here. <laughs> moving along, moving along. <laughs> you know, it, is you're able to censor history. There's not an arrogance really coming from her either. No. And um, even though she's wealthy, there's it's revealed her background, which, you know, like most movies should always do. Is, is give you a little inside track of what is going on here with the family and the background. And I, I like what they did because it's it's subtle. It focuses on a lot more of the discovery and, um, you know, the dig, um, you know, most mostly. And, um, you know, because you, you're it makes you feel like you're a part of it. You're part of the discovery. You're part of the hunt. Um, you, you feel um, Ralph Fiennes' character in all this, and he makes you feel a part of it, which is great. Um, and you got to love his name, Basil Brown. <laughs> yeah. What kind of English name is better than Basil Brown or Basil to begin with? And so, it, you know, it's not a a a, uh, a story where it's 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 a Netflix story. With a BBC feel to it, but it's right. not over dramatized. It's not over English either. Um, but it, it is, they're trying to honor, it seems to me, a specific thing that happened historically in this woman's backyard, uh, to the precursor of World War II. And that to me, how they wove that in without being over dramatized and i think it's like one of these things they've learned uh to not do is just to make it like oh my gosh look what we found here you know that's how i I would verbalize it yeah they didn't well they did do that but it was by a character that was supposed to look like that and yeah exactly yeah it did come from the core characters you know no it didn't and Another thing they do, and I think the British do this really well, they pull in humility through a very human element. And what am I getting at? The lady who owned, is it Edith? Did Edith own the land, or was that a different character? Oh, no, it's uh, Edith Petty. Pretty. She, she owned it, yes. Okay. So she had a health ailment of some kind. And that brings her down to earth as I continue the joke. And because <laughs> when someone is ill, it doesn't matter how rich you are. It doesn't matter, you know, a lot of things that could, you know, in other circumstances be an advantage to you. Uh, there's no advantage when you're losing your health. And I think that's one thing I've, I'm going to give that to the British and their storytelling. They have a way of bringing people down to the lower stratospheres through a real relatable way. And I right. think they, they, they do that in here. Uh, there's another twist in the story where there's uh, kind of an assistant to the archaeologist who's got a young 
a younger partner, female partner, and they kind of go through a little bit of stuff. And the, the younger partner, female partner, actually, um, and they don't, number one, the reason why I like it and the reason why it feels British to me is that it they don't, in America, they would have just found a way for her to, like, basically be in peer with somebody. But they don't do that in here. They What they show is, like, the disagreement between her older partner and her and then how she's kind of connecting with another digger, but they don't do anything sexualized. Right. And I think that feels more British. It certainly doesn't feel American. <laughs> yeah. Just say that. yeah. It, <clears throat> I would say how it ended seemed a little bit more American. Okay. Um, that, w- that would be the my my statement to that. But okay. the the process was definitely more British, and it was good. It was the slow. But the ending kind of concluded there. I know my my wife in particular was not really excited about that. Yeah. Um, even though you saw it flying there, get it flying there. Um, <laughs> but it really seems like it, it was just. <laughs> <laughs> but I think overall, I mean, it was it was fun, and you know what I always like in these type of movies is really how it concludes, and the way that they actually get you get to see you know, kind of the missing pieces of what the results actually, um, what, what the discovery was and, you know, historically what it meant and especially during this time and what mm-hmm. people went through it, 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 it really, um, brought all that to the surface. Um, I, I mean, I liked <laughs> this. I, yeah. it, it's funny because it's like, I, I like this, but I still think that there was something else that was missing and maybe it was more truth in the story. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, they got into more of the drama, which I guess you'd have to, because it would be all about the archeology. Um, but I, you know, I still think that there could have been a little more background into Basil. I know they just kind of talked about it, but I, I felt like I needed more from his, who he was. I mean, it was very like, um, a, a bio that you would just read and that's how, how I felt they covered him. That would be my complaint. Yeah. And I would say that I would, I would, um, equal your complaint and just the, what I would contribute to it. It would be that it, it is pretty surfacey in a lot of ways. It doesn't get into anything. Like I didn't walk away from this thinking, Oh my goodness, am I inspired? You know, that wasn't the it. No. And I think what they do is they, they, they throw in, they layer in a plane crash. They layer in, you know, it's this little thing going on between these two archaeologists. They layer in, you know, the, the poor, humble, you know, excavator versus the archaeologist. But at the end of the day, you know, then, you know, the owner of the property is sick and all these things make it more interesting, at least in my mind, but they don't, it doesn't become this this big aha. There was no huge aha moment, but when I get done with the whole experience, I, there is it's definitely the story is told. The pacing is well well laid out. It doesn't get bogged down in too many areas. I felt interested throughout most of it. I don't remember walking away and making a sandwich, although I don't eat bread anymore. Um, but at the same time, I wasn't you know so excited about this that I was ready to go you know, to all my family and neighbors, uh, that's for sure. Yeah, it's not an award winner, 
but it's uh, if you have to watch a movie and you have nothing to watch, this is one of those movies, right? It's one of those movies that I don't want to watch something that's bad and it's going to waste my time. Um, I want to watch something that's good, that I can enjoy what I'm watching and not go, oh, boy, I just waste how much time here. Yeah. So I think it's one of those movies. It just kind of fits in for the moment and the gap as you're waiting for something else more exciting to show up. <laughs> and there's something to be said for that, too. Like if I know, honest. I know. It's like I don't want to downplay it completely, what I'm saying. Um, but, it, but it kind of felt like that. I just don't know. I, I don't know. I think, um, okay, so the... We forgot to do this, and we did it incredibly to such a large extent in our previous review. The Dig is an 87% on the tomato meter. There's only 133 people piling on that review, and it's a 79% over on the audience score. And I think the reason why is it it has this you know tricky little cleverness to it. It's a well taught, it's a well told story. Visually, it's well framed and packaged. Acting-wise, there's not a misstep in it. There isn't a character that's just totally out of whack. Everything is very professional, very proper, and very you know, astutely attended to. And I think that's why it would be rated higher, potentially. Right. Um, is there a deeper, heartsier uh, angle here? I didn't see it, if it existed. I Maybe it's just perseverance and uh, seeing something through. Maybe it's the value of having a craft that was taught to you by your father and passed down that skill that has been lost so much in modern day society, the passing down of skills from generation to generation. Perhaps that's a narrative in here somewhere. Um, maybe treating as precious. And right. I didn't get the sense that the main character was getting a, a you know, kickback of any kind um, that I could recognize other than just doing a good job. So there's probably some lessons in here, but they're not beating you over the head. They're not standing on the table and beating their chest with it. Right, right. Yeah, I think so. And you know, like I said, is it's it's one of the. It felt like one of those movies that uh, it's not completely going to be the most memorable movie. It's not one that's going to have a bunch of awards attached to it. But I, I hate to say it, it's a good filler movie, and. Um, there's really nothing wrong with that because anybody who's been out there surfing the the streaming nutscape knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, or even like, let's say, for example, you were on a podcast that was reviewing movies every week that showed up on <laughs> streaming services. You might run into a... a a bunch of a bunch of properties. <laughs> you, you, were, you were sweeping the floor. You were folding laundry. You were doing almost anything to get through it. Um, so this is not one of those. So that's that's no. actually yeah, it's an elevation of sorts. So any final words here, Bill? Um, it's funny how we're categorizing movies now. When we have movies that we're actually engrossed in sitting the couch and doing our chores in um so there you go it's 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 a leap above the chore movies <laughs> we're developing a metric slowly over time there's a metric i think we should trademark <laughs> it. 
Yeah. Not a chore movie. Like in, it's not. You, have to, you have to actually pay attention here. Yes. There's enough to pay attention to here that you'll find yourself interested enough to not want to go and do chores and eat. And, but at the same time, if you walked away, you wouldn't miss anything. No, no, you wouldn't miss a lot. You would come back and go, oh, they're still digging the hole and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I think that's where running into the problem here. Like, I, I still want to jump into something, like, really important to say about this movie, but I end up in the same place. <laughs> it's hard. I know. I mean, I know. You're, you're trying to throw me softballs, and I'm swinging and missing. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's it, there. Here, let me button this up, if I can. It's, yes, please. It's a, it's a nice feel-good movie that has definitely strong British overtones that is somewhat historical ac- accurate, where in the end you feel like you didn't completely waste your time watching it. Thank you. I mean, it's, it's brutally it's pretty honest. Much, it's pretty much middle. It hits the middle ground. <laughs> it does. So with that, my review, my rating is a thumbs up. Yeah, because yeah. I did like it in the end. I did walk away liking it. Um, I don't think there was anything there that I would just go, oh, gosh. Um, so it wasn't something that was going to be so controversial or something in there that I felt like I wasn't going to like it. But uh, overall, I mean, some of the romance stuff I could do without. But uh, I did like it. I did like the historical part of it. Um because I do like history a lot. Mm-hmm. And when you learn something new about history that you never heard of, to me, it's always intriguing and becomes entertaining. So I give it a thumbs up because of that. Yeah, I give it a thumbs up. Mostly because it didn't fall into any um, abyss of any kind that I could identify. I, I was interested the whole time, the pacing. It's, just, it's a nice, proper show. And uh, There you go. Yes. There you go. So, Bill, I think that's going to do it. Uh, for our review of The Dig. All right. Wow. A 2021 we actually reviewed. And I know next time we got to do a 2020, but hey, we're not that late to the dance. <laughs> and I was going to say, so for now and until next time, this has been uh, Heroes Garage. <laughs> all right. Bye now. <laughs>